Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 63, Miracle IVF Mindset with Lisa White, Holistic IVF Mentor, Author, and Occupational Therapist. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and pre-order my book, Naturally Conceived, through Amazon. Thank you for watching. I'm so excited to have Lisa White here. And she's a specialist uh, as a holistic IVF mentor uh, and best-selling author of Hold On Baby, occupational therapist, intuitive healer, and creator of IVF Soul Align Method. Welcome, Lisa, Thank to you. our show. Thank you so much. Yeah. So tell me about your story, how did you overcome your IVF and how how many years did you struggle to get pregnant did you have any miscarriages or yeah go ahead um my husband and I started down the path of fertility testing in 2015 and we sought out a fertility specialist we've been trying to get pregnant for a little over a year and we were both in our older years, you know, trying to start a family. I was in my later thirties. He was in his um, early mid forties and we sought out a specialist who told us that pretty much IVF was going to be our best chance at having a child biologically. Um, we didn't do any IUIs. We went right to IVF and um, getting information right off the bat is pretty important. So we had a good plan. Um, we also knew that um, I needed to have polyp surgery. So that was something, again, we knew going into this, okay, we're gonna go through an egg retrieval and then I would have a polyp surgery. Um, so as often when you're going through fertility challenges, you experience a lot of setbacks and things you don't plan for, prepare for. So we did have our first egg retrieval and we're able to get four embryos. However, none of those embryos had matching chromosomes after the PGS testing. So they weren't viable. They weren't, they would have likely ended in, in a miscarriage if we had transferred one of them. So we went through another egg retrieval. We got three embryos and only one of those was healthy. So we were just over the moon, grateful just to have one, one biological child potentially for the both of us. And, um, I went forward with our polyp surgery that had, you know, was scheduled. Um, that went pretty well. Three months later, they're checking to see if we're ready for our transfer. Well, I had scar tissue from wow. that surgery. Wow. <laughs> so, again, you just don't plan for these oh, things. the journey. Yeah, it goes on. But, um, you know, we, um, we moved forward. I had scar tissue surgery. Um, and then I was getting closer to getting ready for an embryo transfer, an embryo transfer, and they found some blood in my uterus, which halted our procedure. I had to wait um, to get cleared. My doctor also had left the practice at that time. That was another setback. So we're like in the middle of like, what are we doing? What's, what's gonna happen? I got set up with a new doctor. He did a scan, 
and um, they found I had fibroids. Oh, it's not a blocker. Say that again. I said fibroids sometimes is not a, bl a blocker, sometimes is okay. Yeah, I had originally they weren't in an area that was a concern, and then after all this time, then they became a concern. So <laughs> my doctor left the practice. Let's see. Um, got set up with a new doctor, had the fibroid surgery, and then um, moving forward, and we had our one embryo transfer. Our little embryo held on for us. Um, we didn't know a boy or a girl at the time, and you know, just so grateful that our it worked out. And um, she's almost three years old, so I did not have to experience any miscarriages. I did experience, you know, loss of embryos, um, but I don't know that heartbreak with having so a miscarriage. So during this one year struggling with fertility you didn't have a chance to get pregnant naturally you didn't conceive no i never conceived naturally mm -hmm. mm -mm. we had some male factor issues um which they said ivf was really going to be your best chance of it working out and then i knew about the polyps too so both of those things indicated that we would need to go down the route of ivf to have the potential of it working out for us so Good. I'm so happy for you. How old is she now? She'll be three in September. So, so beautiful. Yeah, she yeah. is a child for sure. Great. Yeah. I know a lot of uh, women try to have IVF, and IVF for them is the only option. And uh, but they 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 get lots of failure as well. So they do IVF, they get fail, and they don't have the good spirit to go on and have another round of IVF. Do you have any recommendation for them? Do you have any tips, uh, give them any courage to do it again? Oh, definitely. I mean, any woman that goes down this path is like, and, and couple, male, female, whoever goes down this road, I mean, you, you really have to be incredibly strong. It is, a very, as you know, a very challenging road. And it really tests you and it challenges you. And I, I write about this, it really does transform you. you. You grow and you learn more about yourself than you really ever thought possible. And um, I've grown to see infertility as kind of like a superpower, if you will. I mean, it has tested me and so many lessons learned along this journey. Um, only, you know, that individual knows when the time is to stop on this path. And I can't tell someone when they need to stop. Only really, you know that. But for those that want to keep trying, um, yeah, I mean, definitely it takes courage. It takes faith. It takes an openness, really being open and having an open heart. Um, I really believe in something I call a miracle mindset. And seeing miracles everywhere in our life. I've, I've really made that kind of mindset a way of my life um, and the way I've lived my life for, for the long, as long as I can remember. And um, there's a saying I have, and I have this on my refrigerator. <laughs> always expect something wonderful to happen. I can't see it properly. Always expect something wonderful to happen. Wow, nice. And that was really a, the approach I took. And I knew early on the importance of energy and our thoughts and everything is energy. So the thoughts we're thinking, if we are really coming from a place of believing 
and trusting. So that for sure is a tip I would tell people is to really trust this process, to trust themselves that you have the inner guidance within you and you know um there are a lot of a lot of other tips i'll share with you too but i just feel like that those are some really key things are to to kind of move and flow and whatever you believe in if it's the high, higher power god source spirit trusting in that that you're being guided and um really having faith that, that it can work for you and that it will work for you. I think when you expect it to, like, I'm going to be a mom, like I knew in my heart, I was going to be a mom no matter what. And I was open to however that child was going to come to me. So if you're, if you're open to that, like you will be shown the way the right supports will show up for you. Exactly. Right. Program or the right sisterhood, friend, guide. I mean, I can just count, I have countless examples of like how it showed up in my life for me and just being open and all the right supports came to me. So you said support. Did you have a good, like, uh, did you have a specific support? Like, did you uh, follow any program or any yeah, positive? Was, no. I didn't follow a program. I um, actually wasn't even really on Instagram or any of that. Wasn't really big at the time. And I'm kind of, I'm grateful that was not a distraction for me, honestly. I think a lot of women kind of get wrapped up in comparing and getting lost in their own journey, like looking at everyone else's. But I was fortunate to, I was open in sharing our story. And when I started opening up, friends of mine were like, oh, I have a friend who's going through that. Or, you know, they connected me with somebody. Um, but also serendipitously, a lot of really awesome things happened. I was heading to my first acupuncture appointment, heading to the elevator. I ran into a girl I actually went to high school with. And I went to a really big high school, but I recognized her. I'm like, we went to the same school, didn't we? <laughs> she was pregnant, had her big belly. And oh, she nice. with me. She was, um, she had gone through IVF and she left me a note at the office. Like, Hey, I'm here for you if you want to talk. And she was a great support to me. Um, so that was just a real blessing that that happened. And then another friend connected me with her friend in New York who was leading a support group, um, an online support group. Perfect. And that was extremely valuable too. Yeah, um, is, really. So I, I, I found my supports organically. Um, yeah, I really, I was in I a book. I think universe really wanted to help you. Love <laughs> your child. I look yeah. back and I journaled through everything, which, you know, I turned a lot of that into my book and I signed up for a book club and through that book club, I met incredible women who one was a Reiki healer of mine. Another one was an art therapist and I did her art. I guess I did a program kind of, I was a beta tester for an art program and I was doing art all through parts of my fertility journey too. So there were so many like unique out of the box things I was really doing that supported me. So uh, I have a few questions. First of all, uh, what, how did you find acupuncture? Uh, helpful the how many i mean i just want to know how many months you use acupuncture do you think it was helpful um i do think it was helpful um that was probably the first holistic support that i sought out and i being in tune with kind of energy and i'd done craniosacral therapy before and i i i believed that 
like it was creating more blood flow to my uterus. I would often find myself really in a calmer state. It was relaxing to me. Um, I can't remember how many sessions I did. I didn't, I think I went after my first egg retrieval to help, help me get a healthy viable embryo. And then I did it right before my embryo transfer. I don't know if you did, but right before and after they say that's very- I did it, believe me, during my IVF, but uh, you know, acupuncture for everybody is different. It is, yeah. it is. And I didn't, I'm trying to remember, I, I went for a couple times a week for a few months, but I, I honestly would need to go back. Yeah. <laughs> so but that's why you, you, you've been, you got certified certification holistic IVF, right? What, what, what was your certification? I'm an occupational therapist. Oh, occupational therapist. Yeah. So that actually was something extremely valuable for me in, in this journey. Uh, I've been a therapist for 20 years. Wow. Um, How does that relate it together? I just wonder. <laughs> no, they're really, it's, it's something totally like different, but it, supported me again for my I chose that profession years and years ago it's a profession that really incorporates art and science and it's helping people with meaningful everyday activity um, we look at the holistic look at the big picture um, helping a person physically mentally emotionally spiritually looking at the environment looking at self-care looking at work and roles and occupation it's everyday occupations so Again, it's, it's a complex thing to get into, but it really did support me. Um, I know that profession was a gift in helping me, and I really implement a lot of those principles in my program. I like that. Actually, you know, I feel art really can help us to be more productive. Oh, and sure. this is a part, part of reproduction power which which will be awakened in us oh it, gosh yeah because in my journey uh i used to play violin oh and yeah the whole during whole pregnancy i used to play violin even before pregnancy i used to play violin and it really helped me to calm down definitely and especially when you create a piece or you finish apart and you practice something or create something it really helps your body to get creative uh, to become more creative especially uh, when you're gonna create a baby <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, mean, I like that definitely um you're exactly right i mean when you're in art, you kind of get lost in it, you know, and it could be even like your favorite hobby, your favorite um, activity. There's a sense of flow and you lose track of time. And I like that. Big proponent of doing things that light you up while on your fertility journey. You know, I, uh, in my upcoming book, I talk about uh, some methods. One of them is FD method, which is focus and defocus, distract. And uh, uh, focus and distract. Oh, focus and distract. Focus and distract. So in this method, uh, as, as you see in art, when you are doing something creative or something related to art, mm -hmm. you definitely focus on doing this. And 
do you totally forget about your environment or your uh, worries, your concerns, you know? And this is the best distraction ever. Actually, for me, really worked because those days um, I had a teacher and she, uh, he, he said, you have to be in this performance with others. And I said, no, no, I can do this, you know. And then uh, doing this performance gave me a lot of confidence. And you just feel that, oh, you still can create something. You know, this belief give you this power to create again. You create more space. You create more space within. Exactly, yeah. Your fertility, you're trying to create life, right? And so if you can kind of get out of your own way a little bit and engage in something creative, you're, you're, create, you're welcoming that energy. Exactly. I love it, yeah. I think like the magic is in the mess. So like creativity in whatever way, like just getting messy. I have a whole chapter on that in my book. It's just the magic is in the mess where paint, draw, remember what you love to do as a kid. If it's like Play-Doh, if it's watercolor, just anything really creative. It's, it's a secret. To what do you do as, uh, as an art? I journal. I'm a big journaler. Yeah, me too. I love writing. So writing, um, and then even with my daughter, we paint, we paint rocks, we paint, wow, <laughs> we paint, we paint. Um, I love music. I mean, I can't really play a musical instrument, but dancing, rhythm, movement, um, gosh, there's so many things. Um, I love it. Everything that can distract you from your worries is the best. Yeah. <laughs> and having, art, having an Right. See, this is a really emotion. Can be emotionally draining and exhausting, and a lot of times I see this process take over women's lives. And I really want women to reclaim their life, and by doing activities you love and pull it, tapping into that creative energy, you're gonna reclaim your life. You're gonna bring back that power to yourself. And I always believe like you really have more control in this process than you realize. I like it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So. Uh, do you have any tips help women to to be successful in IVF? Yeah. I mean, in addition to having those creative outlets, um, there's something I call the the three S's, um, self-care, sisterhood, and surrendering. So the first one, self-care, um, it's taking extreme good care of yourself, nourishing yourself, mind, body. I agree. Totally agree. (laughs) So you know, you know what lights you up, you know what you need, tapping into your own awareness of what you need to restore yourself to, to give your body what it needs, to give your brain mental, spiritual, physical, all of that. So self-care, like really tuning into that. It's not just massages and, you know, all that. I mean, those are wonderful for sure, but it goes beyond that too, you know, and just being good to yourself. Um, so that's definitely one. Another one is the um, sisterhood. So having, having that support, having uh, a confidant, um, someone to talk to through these challenging times, um, maybe if it's a support group or just one person, you know, really, um, I didn't know about a fertility coach when I was going through my journey. So I definitely encourage, you know, others to seek one out if that's something that they would like support in someone that's been through this before and has the secrets to share with you and just to listen really love it 
that's why I created this uh, program. And you are going to be in this program as well. We all together to just awesome. remind the women that they are not alone. Exactly. And we all together going to be here to help them. And this is beautiful because yeah. uh, sometimes loneliness, depression, and then overload thinking makes you so drain and I know. Paralyzed. The third S is the surrendering part. So just letting go and yeah, exactly. getting in flow, embracing this ride. Because when you let go, you let go of the resistance and you allow that receiving, again, energy to come in, that feminine flow. And you just can enjoy this process a lot more. If you're trying to force things, it just makes this journey a lot harder. You're going upstream. You want to go downstream and just really enjoy it. And I tapped into the magic a lot during this ride. Yeah. So you said sisterhood and another one was surrender. Surrender. Yeah. yeah. What was it? Surrendering. So letting go and just sure. really enjoying. Oh, surrender. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Enjoying this process and tapping into the magic that I really believe. Exactly one part of my upcoming book. And I really believe in this because um, in our journey, as soon as we yelled everything to God and then just let it go. I said, no more treatment, nothing. I just want to be alive and I just want to enjoy my life. Because IVF, uh, if you do too many IVF, your body gets so tired because your hormones and all the stress and it expands, everything makes you so tired. And I see in, in this IVF clinics, a lot of desperate people coming there and they have to pay from from the pocket mm-hmm. and they don't get any result and it's so helpless but what i just realized what you um miss here sometimes you don't have any issues for fertility like physically you are so healthy yeah you feel that you're so healthy but as you go to uh, acupuncture you may find some underlining issues or maybe you even don't have underlining issues maybe you have a stress or maybe you have uh, some uh, blocking beliefs in your mind as mm-hmm. you said like yeah. something that limits you you can do anything you feel that you can't move you can't yeah. you know create anything <clears throat> You're right. Those holistic supports, like if it's acupuncture or Reiki, it can really help you unblock some of those blocks to create, you know, more flow, more ease. Um, you might be hiding, trapped, trapping energy that you don't know about that they can yeah. tune into and help you. Lisa, tell me about your book a little bit. Sure. I have it right here. It's um, great. Hold on, hold on, baby. Nice. <laughs> The Soulful Guide to uh, Writing the Ups and Downs of Infertility and IVF. And it's a very personal um, account of our story, but to share with others like how I really went about getting through. We only had the one healthy embryo, and um, I reveal a lot, too, about my mom's declining health at the same time. So I was going through... An extremely difficult time with not only IVF but then facing losing my mom and 
it was just a really interesting place to be. Too much distress. Too much stress. Yes. So I mean, if I can get through this, I believe I can get through anything. And I just felt called to share this story. And I did a lot of those out of the box things that, you know, I would love to share with more women. Just, I feel that that's, why I wrote this to empower, empower others on this journey to help inspire them and give them hope. And, um, I created an IVF soul align method that really looks at a holistic approach, mind, body, and spirit. And so I break down a lot of different areas and I talk about art and your spiritual side, um, self-care, all the things that we've been talking about, um, not putting your life on hold really. Exactly. Yeah. That's the key. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I feel that when when you are pushed to try, <laughs> you even don't enjoy your sex life, and you don't enjoy being with your partner. You don't enjoy, you know, you're just thinking that you have to have this. You have to have your baby, and you mm-hmm. are so desperate to have it. So that's why you don't really leave. <laughs> you don't enjoy the moment. Exactly. When you say the have to, I think if more women can let go of that, I have to, Mm -hmm. that's again, that kind of resistance thinking, right? Where choosing our intentions, you know, what you believe is waiting for you. I know, I believe that your little babies, your embryos are waiting there for you too. And just, um, I call my book, hold on baby. So it's really for the woman, hold on, hold on to you, hold on to yourself on this crazy ride and these ups and downs and then hold on baby. I'm coming for you. So you said you have a program. How can we find this program in your website? Yeah. On my website is IVF manifesting a miracle and mm-hmm. I offer packages. So I have packages of like four sessions or nine sessions and I, love helping women through this process and removing those blocks, getting clear and setting intentions and just beautiful empowering women on this journey. So it's good. It's really good to have a support, especially positive. Like if you have a positive specialist, even is much better because I see a lot of people had a negative experience because they they were bombardment with the statistics especially when you are aging and you feel that you're not good enough and you're old you can't do it anymore but as you said we only need one egg one quality egg yeah Yes. I mean, yeah, I think you're right. So many women couples do get wrapped up in the stati- statistics. And I honestly didn't let that even get to my head. I don't even know the quality of our embryo. I didn't, I didn't even look at all those things. I just really trusted. You have to trust. And yeah, it's, it's not easy to get to that place. But when you do surrender, you're just going to ride with the flow. You're going to be able to handle those setbacks with more ease and find the joy in this journey. So do you want to have a pro- promotion for my audience? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, well, we didn't really talk about that. <laughs> no, I welcome anybody that wants to reach out. I give a free um, discovery call for 30 minutes. So anybody Perfect. that free things, I offer that to everybody. Um, but yeah, I would love to connect with any yeah. of your friends and your audience and um, support them on this path. I, I'm on Instagram. Oh, 
you know, all the social media platforms on a Facebook page and all of that. But um, yeah, I love connecting with individuals from around the world. And I'm in Colorado, you're in Canada, and it's just amazing. Our community. Yeah, that's internet. <laughs> really that's strong. Fine. So do you have a last suggestion for my audience? Oh my gosh. How to improve their journey and how they can tackle their problems in this journey? Yeah, I think really being an active participant on this journey is important to, to listen to that gut and advocate for yourself. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, like I said, I'm a big believer in journaling and writing out, writing out your feelings. Um, a lot of clarity can come when we kind of process and get those feelings out. Um, and also just embracing that there is a lot out of our control in this process. Like your doctors and the clinics can handle the protocol part of things and you can do all your medications. But honestly, like there's a lot you can control and that's in your in your mindset exactly energy you're bringing to this process how you're approaching this you know are you accepting of this journey that you need help to um you know to try and have a baby i mean just accepting the fact that there's help out there and just kind of letting go of what you don't have control over but being mindful of your thoughts and the energy you're bringing is really important thank you lisa for being here i really enjoyed talking to you, you so much you too and yeah i'm i'm 100 percent sure that my audience like it oh. and i recommend your book uh, hold on baby they can find it on amazon and your website yes and ivf manifesting a miracle mm -hmm. yeah. ivfmanifestingamiracle.com yes. yes they Thank can go there and have a coaching call with you and find your programs there and I also have a YouTube channel too. I'll mention that. Wow, that's so perfect. Soul sister conversations with um, friends that have supported me on our fertility journey. Beautiful, yes. beautiful. Probably you can. Um, is it in your website? Yes. Okay, great. So they can find it there, and they can listen and empower their strength. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much, Lisa. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.